There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Can't believe she's gone. The Queen? Yep. We 96 heard, years. Heard some rumblings in the morning and kind of paid attention to that story all day long and just yeah. doing the math on that. It's mind-blowing, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, no, that's seventy that's a years. Huge deal, yeah. I mean, she's she's been the queen of England our entire lives. Oh, and, and she then was there some. Long before we were even a thought, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of our parents were even. A yeah, thought. no kidding. Yep. Yeah, seventy years she held the throne. She's very well loved too. You know, people just oh, seem yeah. to really like her. Yeah, and I. Uh, you know, I mean, I've I've kind of followed the royal family over the years, like a lot of people, and I really ne- she was she's been so old for so long. I know, right? I don't remember her young at all. You kind of get to a point where you're like, she's gonna live forever. <laughs> you know, Betty White, we kind of saw that coming a little bit. We were just hoping to get her over a hundred, and it yeah. didn't quite happen. But mm-hmm. I don't know with the Queen. I just I, I felt like, honest to God, she could probably live another ten years somehow. She seemed pretty you know, vital and mm-hmm. with it, you know. I saw a slideshow on Instagram and someone had posted a pic of her with every American president starting current and going backwards. And I'm like, oh, oh to Ken- Harry Truman. I, think. I was like, oh, wow. Kennedy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Eisenhower. All right. That's probably where it stopped. Nope. Truman. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it just keeps going. Oh, yeah. I mean, think it's of that. Crazy. Think of like how many American presidents she's seen come and go. Uh, how many prime ministers have come and gone over the years, and they have more political parties than we do. So, I mean, she's seen that country go through so many political cycles that um, talk about someone who's seen it all, and uh, all of a sudden she's just gone. We knew something was up because Jenna Bush was in England, I guess. She was there to do, like, an interview with the royal family, Mm -hmm. members of the royal family for something. And they had a bunch of events scheduled with some charity, and they just abruptly canceled everything, put him in a car, and uh, sent him to the airport to fly him up to Scotland very yeah. suddenly, which is unusual. They they don't normally pivot that abruptly. So, and, yeah. Uh, so Jenna had, and you could see, you know, Jenna was a little rattled. She probably sure. had some inside intel. She probably knew a little bit more than she was able to say. Right. Yeah. Not just because she's a reporter or an anchor with NBC, a personality with NBC, but you know, she's got some other connections too. Uh, a couple. So, And now there's a new king. I know. King I know. Charles. King, king Charles, Charles the Third. 
That's going to be something. And the Queen Consort. Yeah, that's Camilla's title? Yes. Queen Consort. Consort. No official. I know. Hello, friends. Today is a very special day. National Teddy Bear Day, September 9th. Teddy Bear? It's National Teddy Bear Day. You win a teddy bear. Your teddy bear? It's National Teddy Bear Day. A teddy bear. Who named after President Teddy Roosevelt. He's like a teddy bear. Another teddy bear, wow. Your teddy bear. Take your position. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. And Angelina Jolie. There's a question mark hanging over her head. Did she alert the tabloids about her affair with Brad? Also, why is Martha Stewart wearing nothing but an apron? <laughs> Get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's E! News with the passing of a queen. Yeah, such sad news. It, it It's always, isn't it? It's always interesting when someone makes it all the way to 96 and then they die. Because it's like... You're sad, and it's like 96 is a really good run. Yep. And it looks like she had a very healthy and vital life and was sharp the entire time. Yes. Didn't she say she wanted to, to be on the throne 70 years at some point recently? So she sort she of— She made it. She made it. Because that was just—when was the Jubilee? The seven, That was just—was it just this past— The summer. Summer? It was just a couple of months ago, wasn't it? Yes, it was. All right, so, yeah, she was at her castle in Balmoral in Scotland yesterday. Son Charles, now King Charles III, said, The death of my beloved mother, Her Majesty the Queen, is a moment of the greatest sadness for me and all members of my family. Seventy years on the throne, making her the longest-serving female head in, head of state in history. Hmm. Also the longest-reigning longest British monarch ever. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She was 25 when she assumed the throne back in February of 1952. 25 years old. Her coronation in 1953 was televised at her insistence and was seen by 277 million people around the world. Those are staggering numbers. For that time, for 1953. As far as TV ratings are concerned, yeah. Some credit it with making a TV mainstream medium. You know, what I think about is The the King's Speech is one of my all-time favorite movies. Right. And that was about her dad, Mm. who had a speech problem and i I don't remember what the exact diagnosis we had a stutter yeah just a really severe stutter and it's just such a great movie because he works with this man who helps him learn how to give a speech and you know i know a lot of people in my community that have kids that have speech issues that was just like such an inspiring and brilliant movie but to watch that movie and to think that she was a little girl because that movie feels like the time was so long ago 
And and it was. It was, uh, right? Yeah. And it's like, that's how long her life has been. I mean, she was born a royal with very little chance of ever assuming the crown. Right. I mean, her pathway is is remarkable. Mm -hmm. Right. How she ended up there. So despite being a princess, she worked as a mechanic during World War II. She's got three other kids, Princess Anne, Prince Edward, and then, you know, the one nobody wants to talk about... Prince Andrew. Yeah. So this was very cool, though. Yesterday, too, I don't know if you saw this, about an hour before they announced her death, there was a double rainbow over Buckingham Palace. I heard about it. I didn't see the double rainbow, but I saw a beautiful, like, clear as day rainbow over Buckingham Palace that NBC kind of closed their show with last night. Yeah. It was just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So that was probably right around the time. I wonder what her actual time of death was like when I noticed Jenna Bush yesterday had a slip and she caught herself because she said, you know, the queen was is. Oh, wow. So I'm wondering if she had passed, you know, and Jenna knew and just, yeah, wasn't supposed to say anything yet. It's very likely she had some inside intel. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Charles at 73 is finally king. He, he'll be delivering a, a televised address today. And his wife, Camilla Parker Bowles, is now the queen consort. Wow. Yeah, here's a great example of the long timeline Queen Elizabeth had in making public announcements. Her first one uh, was as a girl in 1940. This is before she became queen. Oh but uh, she made a, a radio address during the Blitz. As the royal family made the decision to stay in London despite nightly bombing raids by the Nazis. And, you know, you go from 1940, fast forward to 2020, her comments to England and the world about fighting coronavirus. And it's just the eerie similarities from 1940 to 2022. Yeah. We know every one of us that in the end... All will be well, for God will care for us and give us victory and peace. This time we join with all nations across the globe in a common endeavor, using the great advances of science and our instinctive compassion to heal. We will succeed, and that success will belong to every one of us. And that was another one of her phrases that always seemed to pop up in her speeches. She always used the term, every one of us. Uh Uh-huh. Which she used in both of those, coincidentally. Wow. Yeah, quick break here. We got more on the passing of the Queen, including uh, where Megan and uh, others were. You know, we're all a lot of people were talking about how they're going to remember where they were, and some people were on airplanes and heard about it and their reaction when the captain comes over and makes the announcement. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. It's interesting. We got audio of that coming up here shortly. My house has a new glow. I love my wind. Summer's here. You don't want to be running that AC nonstop. Keep that cold air inside with new energy-efficient windows from Universal Windows Direct. Hi, it's Tim. Call for a free estimate. 513-755-1800. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. The FDA just approved a new anti-wrinkle treatment called Daxify. That could be Botox's biggest competitor. Right now, the CEO of Botox is trying so hard to frown. (laughs) 
Officials in Nigeria recently seized 16 sacks filled with thousands of donkey penises that were set to be illegally exported to Hong Kong. The mistake? Bringing them as a carry-on. You guys see this in the most recent episode of House of the Dragon. Fans noticed that HBO forgot to cut out the green screen glove on a character who was supposed to be missing two fingers. People are upset. They want their show about children riding dragons to be 100% realistic. It was great to have football on TV again. I haven't seen that many slow motion replays since Harry Styles sat next to Chris Pine. Do you know what I'm saying? I really... Well, Prince Harry arrived yesterday at Balmoral Castle in Scotland to be with his family after the death of his grandmother, Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, it was notable that his wife, Meghan Markle, was not with him, which the tabloids you know are going to eat oh, up. Oh, they're going to have a heyday. Yeah. Will she join now that she's passed? Will she hop on a plane and and go? I would think so. Yeah, She'd I, be there for the so. funeral. Of course. I mean, why wouldn't she? Be? Right. Then again, Prince William's wife, Kate Middleton, didn't go either. She stayed back in London with the kids because yesterday was their first day of school. Okay. Uh, Megan is also in London, and she'll no doubt be a part uh, of any official remembrances just out of respect, I would think. I would think so, too. Yeah. Because their relationship with the Queen was remained okay, didn't it, through all the drama? I thought it did. I, I thought their issue was more with the firm yeah. than with mm-hmm. her, necessarily. Yeah. You know what I mean? When yeah. I, when you say the firm, meaning like, you know, the the machine the that the sort of kind of runs things, you know, behind... Yeah. The people. Right. Meanwhile, there was an announcement yesterday. Yeah, everybody's one of those situations where, you know, depending on, I guess, how old you are and how close maybe you follow history of the royal family, I mean, reigning from the throne for 70 years, I mean, gosh, as the world has changed in so many ways, so many times, you know, the one constant we had was Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. As world leaders come and go, she was the one consistent thing we sort of had in our background, you know? Because yeah. the world changes, people come and go. She was always there. Yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know, there's something comforting having some consistency in a world of change, right? Yes. So I just feel like yesterday will be one of those, remember where you were when you heard moments for at least the people of England anyway. And for these passengers on a flight to London, it'll probably be the pilot announcing that Queen Elizabeth II had died. Queen passed away earlier today with the family by her side. It'll give you some time to reflect. As I say, we have 40 minutes for landing. We'll all be thinking about her family at this time. And in the video, you can actually see flight attendants wiping away tears. Hmm. You know, she had a great sense of humor. According Witty, to a lot quick. of people close to her, very quick. Yeah. There's a funny video she did with Paddington Bear in honor of her Platinum Jubilee in June. Did you ever see it? No, I don't think I saw that. He pulls a sandwich out of his bag and then, well, I'll just play it. Thank you for having me. Tea? Oh, yes, please. Perhaps you would like a marmalade sandwich. I always keep one for emergencies. So do I. For late- and then she pulls one out of her purse. Later. 
happy jubilee, ma'am. And thank you for everything. That's very kind. <laughs> and then do you remember she did a she did a bit with Daniel Craig, uh, who played James Bond. She did like a little James Bond mini scene like uh that they played before the Olympics, the kickoff of the Olympics. Oh yeah. Oh, in yeah. London. Oh yeah. Cute. She know. was so cute. I'm intrigued to see how it all plays out with King Charles. Will he continue to follow the the traditions of the family that's a thousand years old? Will he mix it up a will bit? Will he, you know, fine tune things? Will he, you know, make the, the family smaller? Will he let some things go that used to really get him riled up? Yeah. Yeah, I think his main thing is he's he's just got to get out there and and win the people, mm-hmm. you know, because he's nowhere near as popular as his mother. No, and hasn't been ever. No, I is he better liked now than he was say ten years ago? Has there been? I feel like there's been a little bit of improvement there, yeah. but yeah, I think people have warmed up to him a little bit, but you know, he's got a lot to make up for. I mean, just <laughs> you know, with the way his marriage ended and yeah. You know, there was Diana's death, of course, and the way the royal family reacted or maybe didn't react enough. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll I think, but, but if he gets out there and he's working the charities and he's getting out there and being with the people like she was, because that was her thing, man. She loved to travel. She loved, she wanted to hit like every district, you know, mm-hmm. every neighborhood. And mm-hmm. she would follow up like she knew what was going on. She, she knew her country and the people in each of the communities and what was... She just made it her business to to know what was up everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So if he does it, if he does that with that same vigor, I don't know. He may have a chance. He may have, he may have a shot at it. Yeah. He's uh, an older guy, though. What did you say he was, 73? Yeah. I mean, she took the crown when she was 25. So if he lives as long as she did, she, he's got 23 years, you know. If he makes it to 96, that'll be 23 years, and yeah. then we get William. Right. Yeah, what what will he be like? Yeah. Anyway. It's interesting. The, the whole royal thing is just interesting. Yeah. And you've and never it's weird. watched the It's crown. just weird. It's just weird that we're in 2022 and we still have kings and queens. Oh, they're not the only, the only spot on earth that does that. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, our very own queen of hospitality, Martha Stewart, (laughs) wore an apron and nothing else in an ad for Green Mountain Coffee Roasters Pumpkin Spice K-Cups. Really? Yeah. She drink that stuff? I doubt it. There's a lot of mold in those cakes. I never knew that. And then once I learned that, I was like, oh, that's such a bummer. Over time. Yeah. That there's, it's just not the, not the greatest. Got to keep but, those things um, clean. Yeah. Well, in the cups, the the inside the cups get moldy. She said, I started modeling when I was a young girl. And if the job called for any bit of nudity in any way, I could go with it. It's okay. I'm not embarrassed about it. She said, I try to stay in good shape. And I think I look very passable in those lovely photos. Hmm. Martha is 81. And she does Pilates, she swims, and she goes horseback riding twice a week. Hmm. Would you do a commercial wearing nothing but an apron? Sure. I know Tim would. He has no issues. 
Yeah, I'm easy. Tim will drop his pants anywhere. He'll do it for free. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, you remember the chaos that went down? So it was. This was so many years ago. It was back in 2005 when Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie were photographed together in Africa while Brad was still married to Jennifer it Aniston. It feels like yesterday. Does it feel like yesterday? It was such a slap in the face. Yes. Yeah, I you've always that. been team Jen. I remember that, and I remember when they did the the layout for, was it W Magazine? Him and Angelina. It was to promote Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and they did this whole photo shoot where they it, it was like old school 50s theme hanging out by the pool in the backyard. Really? Yeah. I don't remember don't that. that. No. Yeah. But, you know, that famous picture of them when they were photographed together in Africa while Brad was still married to Jennifer Aniston was basically what busted them. You know, that's when uh, that's when people were on to them. Well, and I can remember the reports of their lovemaking being so loud that people in Africa, that people that were a good distance away from their hut could hear everything. Well, prior to the photo, you know, a lot of people said, oh, they're just rumors, and they would deny these are just rumors. These are just tabloid rumors until they were photographed together in Africa. Mm-hmm. Well, the photographer who got that picture only got that picture because he received a tip. And who did he get the tip from? We now know it came from Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. That's what Rolling Stone co-founder, is it Jan Wenner? I don't know. Sounds it's spelled good. J-A-N-N, but something tells me it's pronounced Jan. Probably. Or maybe it is Jan Wenner. Anyway, he's got an upcoming memoir called Like a Rolling Stone. And he also, <clears throat> excuse me, he also owned Us Weekly at the time. And it was one of his guys who received the tip. Hmm. At the time, again, there had been rumors, but no actual evidence that Brad and Angelina were hooking up. Hmm. Well, Wenner says the photographer was told where they were staying, details about where they took their daily walk. And even a suggestion of where they could be secretly photographed. Huh. He says, we got the photo. We got the proof. We had the worldwide scoop, the debut of Brangelina. Wow. And the tipster was Angelina. Not shocked. Now you know. Yeah, I'm not shocked either. Yeah. What's she been up to lately? Angelina Jolie? Yeah. Suing Brad. <laughs> I think that's right. Fighting over a fighting. winery. Yeah, the yeah. two of them fighting. Yeah. Yeah. That's good wine. Is it? You like it? That rosé is really good, yeah. 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 They should all just let it go. There's just a lot of bad energy attached to that place. Just sell it. Just sell the whole thing. I'll tell you what. But Brad seems to really want it, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I... I my understanding is, you know, one of the bones of contention for Angel, uh, for Brad is that she entered into this partnership with some uh, Russian uh, oligarch. Oligarch, yeah, who owns like uh, one of the major vodka brands or something. And he wanted 
there to be, he wanted to have, it wasn't that he was against necessarily selling it. He just wanted say as to who they sold it to. Sure, because he's got to work with them. Yeah. Makes sense. Right. All right. So first we had Corn Kid. And now we have Candy Corn Kid. Except it's not a kid. It's Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child. For whatever reason, we don't know why, she is obsessed with candy corn. And she's never been afraid to sing the praises on social media. But now, literally, she is singing its praises. She hired her, she hired someone to write a song about it. Candy Corn Love. is She, she was hired by Brox to write the song Candy Corn Love. Okay. And it's something. I don't hmm. know if you've got it. It's the season. Today's the day. Candy corn is on the way. Couldn't wait for it to get here. Everybody sing with me. If you love this, say, That's actually pretty good. I know it, right? Brock's candy <laughs> corn. Wait for a little uh, drum to kick in there. Wow. Yeah. Ah. Little bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, I'm telling you, it's so good. I love the sweetness, the texture. There are times I'll mix it with popcorn so you can get that sweet, savory, salty vibe. She said it reminds her of a time of year that she knew her grandmother loved because she loved hosting people for Halloween and candy corn was definitely what she would give out. So that's sweet. Very cool. I know. Did you know that's the first song Candy she's written in five corn. years? <laughs> no, well, that's a fact. Well, sometimes Are you, being you funny? need inspiration. No. no, that's a true story. If you love it like me, just help me sing. I think she's just found a new calling. <laughs> Jingle writer. Well, you know, Barry Manilow, before he became... Barry Manilow yeah. used to write commercial jingles, write and sing commercial jingles. I just don't feel that the jingle gets as much love and attention these days as it should. Well, it will now. You're going to be singing that all day. All right, all right. I got yelled at so much about The Walking Dead that I eventually broke down and watched almost all of it. It is a show about how, in the future, chain-link fences aren't going to (laughs) work. Yeah, they did a full season that was just a smear campaign. I don't know what happened. Maybe one of the writers used to be a fence guy. Then he got laid off, and he's like, I'll show them. Fences suck. So, of course, I said this to my friends who told me to watch the show, and they got mad. They're like, why can't you just suspend your disbelief and watch it? And I was willing to do that for five and a half seasons. And then halfway through that season, there was an episode where five zombies bit a horse to pieces. Yeah, right. I challenge anybody in this room, go get four of your best-toothed friends together. Try and bite a horse. See what happens. You're all waking up in the hospital with your face kicked right off. Do you have any idea how powerful a horse is? 
They're so powerful that their level of power is how we measure power. All right, nine after seven. Yeah, uh, Charles, who's now King Charles III, after the passing of his mother, Queen Elizabeth II, who died yesterday at Balmoral Castle in Scotland at the age of 96. 96. Yep. The uh, the new Prime Minister Liz Truss, who 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 just saw her three days ago, wow, was given her marching orders by the Queen herself, who worked up to the very end, said she was one of the greatest leaders of all time. Um, watching a live picture of that, we're watching the BBC here in our studio, and we're watching uh, King Charles's plane, which is taxiing at Aberdeen Airport, about to fly to London, where he's going to make a statement later today. Um, it's pretty remarkable when you consider. That by holding the throne for seventy years, she was the not not the longest serving head of state in history, but the longest serving female head of state in history, which is pretty remarkable. Who's the longest head of state? It's probably some you know Chinese king or something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> some emperor. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, maybe it, it might was have me. been you in your past right, life. Right, when yeah. I was that yeah. Chinese empress. <laughs> yeah. No, because I would that would have been, she was the female, so it had to have been a dude. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how long I reigned. Well think about this. So when she became queen, she was what, twenty six or something? Twenty five. And so now Charles is gonna become king at seventy something. Seventy six. Like what a different perspective of life. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no kidding. Yeah, she was the longest reigning British monarch. Ever. Yeah. Assuming and probably that, ever will be. Yeah. Tim made the point this morning where we were talking about how, how many American presidents she's known. Yeah. Who she's interacted with or visited or had a meeting with, dating all the way back to President Truman. Yeah. Truman. What yeah. the hell? President Truman, President Eisenhower, President Kennedy, President Johnson, President Nixon, President Ford, President Carter, President Reagan. Uh, help me out here. President Bush. Bush. Uh, President Clinton, then Bush, then pre- yeah George George W. W. and then uh, Obama, and then President Obama and President Trump, and then Holy Biden. Wow, mackerel, so Truman crazy. was what? When was he in office? Is this in the forties? That would have been in the early nineteen fifties, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, I think he did assume office in the late nineteen forties. I got to look it up. Crazy. Okay, my date straight. I'm on it. This history thing. Yeah, when did President Truman take office? He served from forty five to fifty three. Forty five to fifty three. Okay. There you go. Wow. Yeah, her her coronation in nineteen fifty three was televised. Uh, that was the first time anything like that had been televised. Mm-hmm. She pushed for it, too. She sure did. And it was seen by 277 million people around the world. Can you look up what the numbers were for the last Super Bowl? I'm trying to put this <laughs> in perspective because that's a staggering number when you think about the amount of people who were tuned in. I didn't even know that many people had TVs. They, they didn't. probably didn't. Not that many people did have yeah, TVs. They probably then. had them at pubs or whatever. They'd gather at someone's house if someone in the neighborhood had a television. It's yeah. estimated for the most recent Super Bowl around 208 million. 208 million. So more people. Yeah. Saw 70 the years ago. Watched the coronation of the Queen, then saw the last Super Bowl. Wow. Although if the Bengals were in it, it might have been higher. Hmm. Crazy. I like to think. Yeah, despite being a princess, she actually worked as a mechanic during World War II. 
Like, I think that's pretty remarkable. The fact that she could, you know, get under the hood and sure. fix stuff. Yeah, that's impressive. And that a world leader was participating in World War II times. I mean, you, when they showed the specials on the news of, here, we're going to honor the last soldier in Ohio that is alive from yeah. World War II. He's 98 years old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, you bring up a good point because, you know, I think that was part of her upbringing. I mean, the family was just, that's just the family. That's just the stock she came from. Here's a great example of of this long timeline Queen Elizabeth had in making public announcements. First time was as a girl in 1940. And she made this radio address during the Blitz as the royal family made the decision, to, to your point, Tim, they made the decision to stay in London despite the fact that the Nazis were bombing London, like nightly. Right. So at great personal risk to themselves, you know, I'm sure they had a bunker, but still. And uh, so she gave a speech. This is before she became, this is what, 12 years before she became queen? And then you fast forward to 2020, when she was given a speech to England and the world about fighting coronavirus, those similarities were just uncanny. We know, every one of us, that in the end, all will be well. Every one of us. For God will care for us and give us victory and peace. This time. So that was in 1940. So yep. And then this is her fast forward to 2020. This time we join with all nations across the globe in a common endeavor, using the great advances of science and our instinctive compassion to heal. We will succeed, and that success will belong to every one of us. I mean, obviously her voice aged over the years, but her her public address style was exactly the same. Even used the same phrases like every one of us. Every one of us. You heard it in every speech she gave. Yep. Just about. Yeah. So, such a neat lady. And the official uh, period of mourning was announced from Buckingham Palace, observed now until seven days after the Queen's funeral. So it looks like the mourning period will last a total of 17 days. So what does that look like? I mean, is everybody wearing black? They have black armbands? Or is it just you keep the flags at half mast that whole time? How does yeah, that, I have no idea how that what works. that looks like exactly. Yeah. Did you see what that rainbow over Buckingham Palace? Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty amazing. So I guess Prince Harry arrived yesterday at Balmoral Castle in Scotland to be with his family. After they got word, uh, Meghan was not with him. Which you just know the tabloids are going to eat up. Mm-hmm. But neither was Kate. Neither was Kate Middleton, uh, William's wife. Well, Kate had a good excuse, though. What is Megan's? What is the explanation for well, Megan's? Well, Kate's absence? excuse was it's the kids' first day of school, and so I'm going to stay back in London with the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan is also in London, and I don't know. Maybe it was just like immediate family only. Yeah. But I can't imagine Megan wouldn't be part of the official remembrance. Oh, I would think. Know? Yeah, they would have to show yeah. up. So. Anyway, I've seen all the episodes of The Crown, but now I, I feel compelled to watch them all again. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> French is into it now. She loves it. I have not seen one episode, or I think I started to watch it. I don't remember. Yeah. So that's the latest. Hmm. Yep. And uh, 
Prince, boy, that's up. Okay. King Charles III. I know it. That's so weird. That's going to take time getting used to. Yeah, I made the point earlier in the show, you know, in a, in a world that's constantly changing, you know, especially lately, like she was sort of the one constant. There's something comforting about having something in your world, even if it's not someone you necessarily know personally, mm-hmm. who's just always there. Certain consistency, I guess. She was just, I mean, you're just seeing so many images of her. She was just the cutest little old lady like ever in her bright green outfits and her her hats and her. And very large <laughs> framed eyeglasses. Yes. <laughs> and her bright lipstick. Yeah. Just feisty, you right. know. Anyway, that's what's happening. Hmm. I noticed I was watching the news last night. Everything else was an afterthought. Like everybody is just, the whole world is. Just kind of stopping Paying their respects in. and just taking a moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, there were these other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, 736, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102 weather-wise. Looking at sunny skies today, high of 83. Tomorrow, there's a chance of a shower later in the afternoon, which could be interesting because uh, the Bearcats are at home and kickoff is at 330, so. You going? I am not as of right now. I have some friends that are going to be down there tailgating. We may wander and just join in that. Yeah, right. portion of the day, depending on weather. Then you got the Bengals and Steelers at Paycor kicking off uh, what one, one o'clock? o'clock. Yeah, Frank said he thinks it's it's going to be later in the day. So hopefully <clears> he's right about that. Yeah, there is Sunday. You got a better chance of a scattered scattered downpours, possibility of rain and thunder throughout. But he thinks the Bengals are going to thread that needle. Well, yesterday on The View, Whoopi Goldberg had a senior moment <laughs> when wrapping up the show. Did you see it? Oh, boy, no. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, she's wrapping up the show, which was a problem because the show was not over yet. <laughs> so is that what we're going to be doing in about another 20 minutes? Are you going to sign off? Great hey, show, it's been a great everybody. Show, everybody. <laughs> Next, I want to say you all have been a great audience. We love that you're watching. We want you all to have a great day. Take a little. No, no. <laughs> Look what it says. We got more show. We're not done. We're we not done. Show. We appreciate <laughs> Regina Hall. We're back, we're back in the groove. All right, whatever. We'll be right back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a whole other segment to do. We got a guest waiting in the wings to come out. Joy is retiring soon, correct? When is her last show? Did you see she fell out of a chair the other day? Oh, jeez. Another one? Yeah, so now they have a specific chair that doesn't have wheels and oh, it, doesn't, it doesn't rotate and all of the things, so she They're, stays planted. In, that's a good idea. That. I just saw that yesterday. Well, I remember she fell out of a chair a while back. So. Oh, yeah. No, that I remember. Yeah. Jeez. So that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Get him some shares that don't move. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> kind of have to. But that'd be hard. Like, if we didn't have wheels, I mean, you know, tucking up, getting close to the desk. Proper up in there. Yeah. Right. We also have the advantage of carpet, though. I think they're on, like, a slick floor, I feel like, yeah. in that studio. Or, yeah, maybe they lay, lay carpet down or something. Yeah, don't they have special pads you can put under chairs? You would think. On floors like that. Yep. 7.42, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Want to get healthier? <laughs> Try mixing your Frosted Flakes with Special K. <laughs> and what are the odds you'll get bitten by a snake? 
plus phrases you need to stop using in the office. It's Friday, the 9th of September of 2022. Fritz is taking a long weekend off. I mean, what is she down in Miami? Yeah. yeah, for a wedding. That sounds fun. So you just got me, Jen, and Tim today. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. All right, here's what's happening this morning. Uh, no matter how you do it, tragedies do not make good themes. Give an example of what I'm talking about. A country club in Virginia called the Clubhouse at Akia Harbor was planning a special 9-11 themed meal on Sunday. This a 9-11 themed? Like a bad idea. Yeah, not. Yes. Yeah. But when the menu made the rounds online, there was a lot of backlashes. You can understand. And this is messed up. The menu included stuff like 9-11 oysters. Uh, first responder flatbread, flight 93 redirect crab dip. Like, what were these people thinking? Freedom flounder, Pentagon pie. And this has got to be one of the worst. Uh, 2977 chowder. Yeah. Which is supposed to indicate uh, the number of people that were killed in the attacks, 2,977. Were they thinking they were doing something in honor of? I mean, was it the, the intention at least? Two, this is two things. One, intention was to make news as it's currently being shared. Mm-hmm. Or it was an absolute complete wreck of an idea that people were just clueless. Yeah. And I find, yeah, that it, I sounds find, good. Let's I, do it. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> Yeah, well, the club has since pulled the menu, and a manager apologized. He said, my intention was to bring attention to that horrific day 21 years ago and to honor those who lost so much as well as those who gave everything that day. And I will say the menu suggests chasing the food down with a remember teeny. Remember teeny. Yeah. Oh, and they (sighs) even had a, like, if you can't decide what you want, they, they even had a never forget sampler, so. I don't know. I'm kind of leaning toward the latter. <laughs> They're just, just an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Merriam-Webster just added 370 new words and phrases to its dictionary, including the one we've heard a lot the past month, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice? Yeah. Wow, that wasn't in the in the dictionary it's, already? No, it's on there now, though. Well, it's uh. technically other spices mixed together, right? So what did they have as the dish, the definition? It doesn't say. What else have we added? Are any of them dumb? Uh, let's see. Metaverse. <laughs> a persistent virtual environment that allows access to and interoperability of multiple individual virtual realities. Ooh. Yeah. I pulled up there. You said it was Merriam-Webster? Yeah. Pumpkin mm-hmm. Spice. A mixture of usually cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, cloves, and allspice that is commonly used in pumpkin pie. That's generous. That is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like artificial corn syrup (laughs) flavored to sort of taste like pumpkin? Even though it's not really what pumpkin tastes like, is it? There's no actual pumpkin in it. I don't know. Uh, Yeet. Slang used to express surprise, approval. Or excited enthusiasm. Yeet? Yeet. I wonder where, where did that I come E-E-T. from? 
Side hustle. That makes sense. Side hustle. Work performed for income supplementary to one's primary job. Janky. That's janky. Janky. That's just now going in. Of very poor quality. Okay. Uh, What else? Subvariant. <laughs> One or two more distinctive forms or types of the same variant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a few more pandemic words that got added are supply chain, booster dose, false positive, and false negative. Hmm. How about this? LARP or L-A-R-P. LARP. I don't think I've ever heard LARP before. Live action role playing. <laughs> That's probably why. Galentine's Day. The holiday observed on February 13th is a time to celebrate friendships, especially amongst women. Uh, plant based <laughs> made the dictionary. Plant based cheese. That's something that's in my world. <laughs> Yum. Consistently, primarily, or entirely of food derived from plants. It's actually pretty good. They've come a long way with that stuff. I would try it. Yeah. If it's better for me and it tastes pretty good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to taste exactly the same. I I can let that go. Do you want me to bring you some plant-based cheese? You can give it a go. Well, just a little slice is all. All right, I'll bring you a Be slice. Nice. Adorkable. I think that's cute. Socially awkward or quirky in a way that is endearing. Adorkable. Yeah. All right. This is kind of brilliant marketing, if if I do say so. Kellogg's just dropped some advice on how to make your sugary breakfast cereal a little healthier. Fran's been doing this <laughs> since the early 80s. Oh, does Fran mix her cereals? Yeah, because one time we were not allowed to have sugar cereal. And so during the summer, we were lucky enough to get Apple Jacks and Frosted Flakes. Ooh. Oh, a summer treat. Yeah. And then one morning I walked into the kitchen and I watched her pour cornflakes into a bowl and mix them with some Frosted Flakes and pour it back into the Frosted Flakes box. Look at her. And I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, it tastes the same. You still get some of the sugar. I've been doing it for years and you had no idea. (laughs) That's pretty pretty clever. I mean, it really is smart. And and, and to her Credit. credit, it did taste exactly the same. Yeah. That's great. It's not quite as sweet. Not was, quite as it, much sugar, yeah. but you still got it. It still did the job, yeah. Well, I, I say it's brilliant marketing because, you know, Kellogg's advice on how to make your sugary breakfast cereal healthier is to buy a second box of cereal from them. Right, Shocker. exactly. <laughs> yeah, so they put out a press release telling people to try some cereal mashups where you can take an unhealthy cereal, mix it with a healthier one, and boom, you're kind of being healthy. <laughs> Not really. A <laughs> little bit. Yeah, they, they've been selling actual cereals called mashups for a few years now, but they're things like Frosted Flakes with Apple Jacks and not supposed to be healthy. But here are three ideas they came up with that they claim are healthier. Uh, Frosted Cinnabran. Cinnabran. Cinnamon French Toast flavored Frosted Flakes mixed with Raisin Bran, which I guess Raisin Bran is supposed to be the healthy one. That has sugar in it, too. Get it. Everything has sugar in it. OG Wheats. OG wheats, frosted mini wheats mixed with special K. And then twisty crispies, which is cocoa crispies with regular rice crispies. Huh. Yeah. All right. Kevin is looking for a second date update today with a lady named Andrea. Hey, Kevin. Hey. 
Thanks for taking the call. It's our pleasure. Uh, yeah. I hooked up with this girl, right? And, uh, you You're know, get right to it. Yeah, he's ready to go. So you hooked up. <laughs> it's one of those things. I mean, I've been doing a lot of that lately on the dating apps, but, like, it's one of those things where, like, like I kind of got, got caught up in her, you know? Like, <laughs> like, I've been thinking about her, right? She disappeared, and I need some answers. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, why don't you take us from the beginning? How did you meet her? The apps. Those evil apps on my phone. Okay. And but like I'm, I've gotten pretty good to like swipe to drink. So like, drinks were what we agreed on. But I didn't really know what to expect. Her profile was weird. But um, so wait, you said her profile was weird. I've been having like, yeah, yeah, just like cryptic. You know, like I felt like she's doing all these like dating games that I wasn't comprehending because it's just above my pay grade or aptitude. Right. Okay. But, you know, and I've been having crappy luck lately. So, like, you know, I didn't have any high expectations for this actually working out. Right. Right. Okay. But uh, when I got there, like, you know, it was like it was like vibes. It was vibes everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and then we had a couple drinks, and then like it was like Unicornville. She was like taking <laughs> your place. Like, 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 you know, you know. I mean, I, that's I, I could go on 20 dates and not hear the words "take me back to your place." First of all, it's kind of Kind of, kind of retro, <laughs> but, but still, like yes, yes, and right. So I did, and you know, and like, <laughs> and and she, and she was. I was sitting there for like a couple hours, you know. She left at two, and like at least, you know, if my heart isn't satisfied, I know I put in work. You know, horizontally, I'm putting in work, and like she wasn't complaining, right? But it wasn't really about the sex. I I, I really dug her. I thought I thought I, there were vibes, and she had this really super laugh. That I really dug, which is a big thing for me. Necks and laughs. Those are things for me. Necks right? and laughs. Necks and laughs. Well, who doesn't love a good neck yeah. and a good laugh? Yeah. Who doesn't love a little good neck? But, you know, <laughs> her laugh was really, really what did it for me. So, you know, I kissed her when she left, and I didn't hear her. So I, I gave her the day to chill. I texted her, right? Mm-hmm. No response. I gave her two days, you know, casual call. What's going on? What's going on? I know I hit it right. Can I get it again? Kind of vibes. Nothing. <laughs> I like it. What girl wouldn't respond to that? Yeah, who knows it, y'all? All y'all got a reason for doing the weird sniffs. I just need my reason just so I can get clarity. Add it to my storehouse of information. All right. Okay. Seems fair. I don't even know what to follow up with. I know. That's pretty good. It's pretty complete. <laughs> now you know how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, though, like with respect to, you know, the cryptic stuff on, on her profile, I just think if, if that's a thing, I would be so lost if everyone's doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, let alone do, you know, you hear people like who've been in a relationship for, for a while or been married and are new to online dating, mm. which I would think would be hard enough for a newbie. Right. Let alone having to decipher this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just I wouldn't, wouldn't have the patience. Ra- I wouldn't send you to the racetrack alone if you didn't know how to bet the horses either. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's got to pay their dues, jump into something new. Right. And there are wolves out there, and, 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 and not everyone's out for you, but, like, you learn to defend yourself just like you do in the real world. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, it can be rough, particularly if you're looking for something unique and you're in the wrong place. Yeah. For sure. Yep, okay. Well, you sound like you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I do. This, this <laughs> incident aside. Uh. <laughs>
All right, so Kevin met Andrea online on, on one of the dating apps, and uh, I guess he found her profile to be somewhat cryptic and hard to decipher, but they got together for drinks, and it turned out to be great. She was giving off the right vibes, and mm-hmm. he was picking up on them, mm-hmm. and there was a connection, and they did hook up, and they went back to his place, and she left at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and I don't know. That's pretty much all I gathered from the whole description, <laughs> as entertaining as it was. <laughs> <laughs> did I miss anything important? He did his job. He did his he job. He did some his work job. In. That's right. That's right. He put some work in, and... Yep. Yeah, so he's wondering uh, why she said, and he even gave her a day to settle. Yeah. To recover. Yep. To chill. Which was nice. And nothing. Yep. None. So you ready to call her, Kevin? Yeah, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm flying a flag here. You know, like I've been <laughs> like, I don't want to be, yeah, I'm, I'm representing <laughs> everyone. Who, who, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. All right. Hi, can we speak to Andrea, please? This is her. Hi, Andrea. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Oh, my God, Jeff and Jen. No way. Yeah, it's us. So you listen. Yeah. Love it. Makes our job easier. How can I help you guys? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Just hang out on the phone with us for a little bit. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's catch up. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Okay. What you been up to lately? I'm living life, uh, you know, doing my thing. Okay. Did you have a good summer? I did, yeah. Hopefully it continues. Okay. Um, so you remember Kevin, the guy you met uh, on the on the dating app? Yeah. This guy did not call you for a second date update, did he? He did indeed. Unreal. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so did he, did he tell you everything that went on on the date? Just that he like put, he put in us. some work. <laughs> That's right. He did his job well. <laughs> oh, did he now? Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Did he right, or did well, he not? Um, He did, but did he tell you what he yelled out in the middle of sex? Um, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um... I guess I'll just dive in. Uh, so I'm and we're and it's good. I'll give him credit for that. Like he's pretty good in that arena for sure. And honestly, if he would have just kept his mouth shut, it probably would have been great. But he yells out, I have a six-year-old son. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like what the f- who yells that out in the middle of <laughs> t- t- timing, timing. <laughs> no, that's not a fair representation of what happened. Okay, are you like, saying you I, didn't did yell you that yell out? Anything during se- did, did you not yell anything during sex that would be embarrassing for me to repeat at this point? So, yeah, it's kind of a sensitive subject. Uh, well, you know, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. It's fairly common. Yeah, I mean, and you could freak out a, a, a woman by screaming out, I love you. You know, in that's the true, of, too. Yeah, that could do it. Don't, 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 don't judge my pleasure. All right. <laughs> when you're picking up people on dating apps, sometimes they say weird stuff. 
but like it was on my mind and in the interest of like full disclosure when I was feeling really intimate with you I thought that like I shouldn't waste any time with any lack of clarity you know particularly the way you were making all those noises like you you were into it so I figured yeah all right bad choice so you blurted that out because you were feeling really close to her and you wanted her to know everything about you and it just felt like the appropriate time at that particular moment you know timing during sex is always dodgy (laughs) so i wouldn't sit here and say that like i thought it was the appropriate time i would say that like i was really affected by her and the intimacy i thought we were sharing and that's what came out i stand by that y'all want intimacy y'all want honesty but when you hear it it freaks you out is that what we're saying I wasn't sure if it was like a, D- a DJ Khaled moment where you're like, another one. Oh. I want another one. Oh, no. <laughs> or was that, did you, was it a reminder that you had that's how you got the six year old? I cannot tell you why I say the things that I say <laughs> when I'm in the middle of that moment. Oh, that's honest. I can't even tell you why I'm saying the things I'm saying now. But the truth be told is that, like, that, you know, at least, like, you could have texted me. You could have said something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, I'm I like, I'm wondering why. I like I'm trying to imagine if I have you ever kept been keeping a secret from somebody that you really like or care about or that you're close to and it just kind of eats at you because you feel like you should tell them but you're not telling them for whatever reason and then finally you just can't take it anymore and you just kind of blurt it out. Yeah, not in the middle of sex though. I well, yeah. <laughs> I hear like, you. In the middle yeah. of a conversation, it's, it's maybe. Con- it's context. It's context. We're not talking about, like, you know, ordering Italian food, right? If you don't like guys with kids, then, like, I just wasted my my energy right now. Like, I wasted an effort. I don't want to, you know, like, it's it's kind of like being married. Like, you know, if I was, uh, if I, like, we had a, uh, if I was, like, if I was married and I didn't tell you, that has to come out when it needs to come out. And that's how I felt. You know, this is my child. Like, this is part of, like, who I am, you know? And, like, if that needs to come out then, like, you should appreciate that. Or at least you should respond to a text and say it was inappropriate. That would be the humane thing to do. I had a cheeseburger yesterday. (laughs) I know. I said I was off dairy. Um, So what is the story with your son? I I mean, like, you're only 22. I, I had him when, when I was early, I was young, you know, like I was a ball player, you know, it was, it was a lot of that stuff going on that like didn't make sense then. But, you know, like we ended up splitting up when he was two and, you know, we're not together and we do so a good you, job for him. You had him when you were 16? Yeah. Are you in his life? Yeah, I see him all the time. I mean, it's, 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 it wouldn't be on top of mind like that if he wasn't like the most important thing in the world, you know, so. Right. That's a lot for a 16-year-old. Oh, and, yeah. You know. For yeah, sure. and I mean, like, I guess it's good you're in his life and that it's all good, but I'm 21. I am not looking to have kids right now, so it's just, it, and that was a lot. Like, this is just a lot for me. Yeah, it's a lot for anybody, but texting back isn't. That's, that costs you exactly nothing. Hey, he's got a point there. Yeah, it's yeah, hard to I mean, communicate. <laughs> uh, but that's kind of—I mean, this is the way it is. That's why second date updates been on for a hundred years. Yeah, you know, because this kind of thing. I mean, people want to avoid the confrontation, and sometimes it needs facilitation. Yeah, maybe it needs some 
integrity. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that the more that we start treating people like they're people, I don't want to get, you know, play me a violin. I'm sure you got a sound effect, but like, this is what's going on in America. This is mm-hmm. the issue. Well, it's keeping us employed. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> this is what just is, very this, dramatic. When for... some guy doesn't hit, next week when some guy doesn't hit it right, and you're like, wow, I wish I could use someone who knew what he's doing, don't call me. Don't even think my name. No problem. <laughs> All right. Well, Andrea, we appreciate you taking the call. Thank you for listening to the show and for giving us a scoop. Your honesty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no worries, guys. And Kevin, good luck to you, man. It sounds like you know what you're doing. Next time, work on your timing just a smidge. <laughs> Maybe. Just Yeah. Good luck though. That's a that's a lot to take on at a very young age and I have a lot of respect for you that you're involved and engaged mm-hmm. with your kid. I think that's great that is great wait are you are, are you single <laughs> she is <laughs> yeah. she is also very engaged with her kid yes i'm yeah. very, well, I'm very to the point where he wants her to stop talking <laughs> and no more ideas <laughs> <laughs> well good luck you guys yeah thank you peace bye <laughs> if you need a little help with the second date update send us an email jeff and jen at wkrq.com all right coming up your shot at one thousand dollars the 1k letter of the day is straight ahead hi amberly hi how are you not bad ready for the weekend i'm ready for the weekend my weekend started on a wednesday so it's been great it's oh, an awesome weekend what kind of work you do um i'm an orthodontic assistant Oh, fun! You got your fingers in people's mouths all day. Well, you guys always yeah, I'm take. A, I'm a, I call I call myself a smile architect. So, oh, I oh, like that's that. pretty good. That's what's the good. most What's the most popular color rubber bands these days? <laughs> uh, it's usually red, uh, red or black. My favorite is light blue. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a color. It'll pop. The blue will pop. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you normally take uh, Thursdays and Fridays off, or is no, the, the doctor is out of town, so our schedule is based on on the doctor. But he's out of town; um, he's got a conference in Austin, so we just had a couple extra days off. Nice. All right, that All sounds right. fun. That does sound fun. Good. All right, so here's the deal: this is your first time playing, so you got to take some deep breaths and relax. Get into this, Amberly. All right. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. All right. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day that Jeff is about to reveal. Please don't repeat any of your answers. And the key to winning is to pass quickly. Today is the ninth, right? Yes. Okay. Got the ninth on the envelope. Got, there's a nine. See. I see yep. it. Okay. Open Just it up. Making sure we got the right envelope. Yes, you do. That's Here what, we go. That's see. what those numbers mean? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How long have you been playing this game? <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't say, like, September 9th. It just says 9. Okay, so t- today, on the 9th, you have the letter D. Ooh, D. We like D. Yep. D. Okay. Uh, D, that's a pretty good letter. I think you can do some damage with D. Dog, dog. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right, I'll try my best. So All we right. got 30 seconds on the clock. I will not start that timer until Jen finishes asking the first question okay. so you okay. get the full 30 seconds. All right. Okay. Whew, here we go with the letter D. Name something you buy at a food truck. Pass. Something black. Dodge. An office supply. Pass. Something you burn. 
Dogwood trees. A book. Pass. A zoo animal. Deer. An ice cream flavor. Pass. Something hot. Pass. A job. Doctor. A store. Oh, dicks. Uh, what'd you say? A food from a food truck? I yeah. thought dogs. I, I did too. I got the best one ever. A Diablo sandwich. Oh, yeah, that is oh, a good yeah. one. Remember <laughs> that from Smokey and the Bandit? Yeah. Yeah. Dodge was good yeah. for, what'd you say? Car or, or something black, you said. Dodge. Dodge. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was good. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.